Support for IPR comes from Patrick Furry Law, a business law firm offering technology agreements, intellectual property law, privacy law, and more. Proudly supporting quality local journalism. Online at patrickfurrylaw.com. Today is Tuesday. It's the 20th of June. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The city of Davenport has hired two firms to look into the causes of the collapsed apartment building that killed three people. But it won't let the public review the contracts. The city says it could bypass the bidding process and city council completely, citing its emergency purchasing powers. Davenport alderman Judith Lee says she only heard about the contract while reading the news. She tells IPR News the city should release it. Of course it should be public. It's, it's, it's being paid for by public funds. Fellow Davenport alderman Derek Cornett wrote in an email he too had not been given the contract. Davenport Chief Strategy Officer Sarah Ott announced the contract last week. She did not offer explanation of why the city is withholding it from public view. It is unknown what the contract will cost, what the scope of its work will be, and whether there's a timeline for its work. The personal data of thousands of individuals may have been exposed in a cyber attack that canceled classes for Des Moines Public Schools back in January. The district says it will send notices to 6,700 people this week to inform them their data may have been compromised. No identity theft has been uncovered related to the breach, but DMPS is offering to provide credit monitoring to detect fraud. Schools have become increasingly common targets of cyber attacks. Similar incidents have been reported in Cedar Rapids, Linmar, Glenwood, and Davenport. According to district officials in Des Moines, the hackers behind the attack demanded a ransom to unlock the school's servers, but no ransom has been or will be paid. Iowa's resignation from a bipartisan group that helps states keep their voter rolls up to date became official at the end of last week. IPR's Katerina Sestarek tells us it's still not clear how Iowa's top election officials will move forward. Republican Secretary of State Paul Pate announced about three months ago Iowa would leave the Electronic Registration Information Center. Also known as ERIC, it allows member states to share data about voters who move or die to help clean voter lists. Pate's office said they would explore new options for getting voter data. His office has no updates to share and declined an interview. Pate's office didn't say if the state will continue sending registration information to potentially eligible voters, one of ERIC's requirements. Amanda Waski is the Republican president of the Iowa State Association of county auditors. She says local election officials will still be able to get the information they need to maintain voter records, and she's confident the election database will be accurate. Democratic Story County Auditor Lucy Martin says Iowa leaving Eric is disappointing. She says Eric automated some work and saved a lot of time, which could now be replaced by a slow process involving physical mail. The Iowa Utilities Board has set the permit hearing schedule for the proposed Summit Carbon CO2 Capture Pipeline. The IUB says the hearing on the pipeline, which is projected to cover 688 miles in Iowa, will be August 22nd at the Cardiff Event Center in Fort Dodge. The board will begin the hearing with testimony of landowners subject to eminent domain, and there will be a video live stream of the entire hearing. The IUB has already been collecting evidence from those in favor or who oppose the project and will add in the information presented at the hearing before making a final decision. 
And the mosquitoes are biting. And state officials with the health department have already confirmed Iowa's first human case of West Nile virus this year, which is several weeks early. The first day of summer is tomorrow, and epidemiologist Elizabeth Schiffman says West Nile cases don't typically start showing up until midsummer. At this time of year, we're usually telling people to be more aware of ticks because this is kind of the prime risk season for ticks and the diseases that they can transmit, and the mosquitoes are kind of close behind there. The state's first case was reported Friday in an adult between 61 and 80 years old from northwest Iowa's Plymouth County. A total of nine Iowans were diagnosed with West Nile virus last year with no deaths. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR.